Grandma got run over by a podcast. Let's free Britney with Kathleen. You might think she's crazy, but she's stronger than we believe. Wow, that was not nearly as good as we had hoped it would be. Hi, welcome to Grandma Got Run Over by a Podcast with me, Kathleen. This week, we're talking about freeing Britney. My guests tonight are Alita, whom you may know from the ever-so-popular Hanukkah episode of Grandma Got Run Over by a Podcast, and Dana, who you definitely know from the 90-minute soiree of Home Alone. So we're going to talk about Free Britney. Britney. Let me tell you about Free Britney. The Free Britney movement started when fans of the legendary singer Britney Spears became increasingly concerned about her legal guardianship contract, which has her father, Jamie, have complete control over her finances and decision-making. The movement and subsequent popular hashtag on social media was initially started by a podcast called Britney's Gram and blog by Anthony, which has been shut down by Britney's team. Her father's legal team allegedly wrote in documentation when attempting to sue Anthony for defamation. It's time for the conspiracy theories about Britney Spears' well-being and the mob hashtag free Britney movement to stop. Over the past few months, Britney and her father, Jamie, have sat by while fans have accused them of numerous false and malicious things, including attempts to mislead the public with the content that appears on her social media. So we love a conspiracy and we fully think we need to free Britney. Absolutely. But for legal I would just like to say this is all alleged. Yes, that's correct. And I would like to say alleged. that before we get into the conspiracy, conspiracy, I think it's very interesting that his name, her father's name, is Jamie, and then her sister's name, who is younger than her, is Jamie Lynn. So I'm like, why did they skip? And her mom's name is Lynn, so it's Jamie Lynn. It's for both parents. So why did they skip? So they really. So they really thought that Jamie Lynn would be the favorite. Yeah. It's interesting. But that was just... That's not even a conspiracy. That's just a fact. No, just there an is observation. Conspiracy just an observation. It's not a fact. <laughs> we, we can, I mean, it is. Her there name is conspiracies about Jamie Lynn, though. We, we could... We could delve oh, into that. There's a whole <laughs> other podcast right there. <laughs> a whole other podcast for that. We'll see you in September for the Jamie Lynn episode. <laughs> Zoe 101. So Dana has like 37 pages of notes, as she does. I do not have 37 pages of notes. I have several, but it's not 37. That's fair. So, so why don't you know when you're ready? Why don't you go ahead and get us started, and we'll uh, we'll see where this takes us. Allegedly. Okay. Well, allegedly. Well, this is not alleged. This is a fact. Um, would you like to know the definition of a conservatorship? Absolutely. Yes. Well, I mean, you I kind like of already. Important. We're building on this, yes. Yeah, so like we're going to go to the basics and then delve into the details. Uh, So, a conservatorship is a legal concept where a court appoints a person to manage an incapacitated person's financial and personal affairs. The conservatee, which would be Brittany, must be deemed gravely disabled by the court and unable to meet their basic need for food, clothing, and shelter. They must be evaluated by a qualified physician or psychiatrist who prepares a report 
documenting the person's mental capacity that is provided to the courts and may be used for evidence. Okay. Fair. Are there any other, like, I'm sorry if I'm, like, busting you. Are there any other, like, examples of conservatorships that are positive? Um, I did... I mean, I didn't go too much into detail with it because that would have been a whole other rabbit hole to go down. But I believe Casey Kasem was under one. And there was some drama there. Yes. And I believe I saw Jean Jean Gabor. Mm. Which that had to be. Towards the end of her life, yes. And I'm sure there was a lot there because she was married like 18,000 times. So there was probably (laughs) a lot of. Yes. Also, um, it is believed that Richard Simmons is yeah. also under a conservatorship, uh-huh. and that is a whole other podcast. That's that we can- October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. um, all right. So, for twelve years, Britney Spears has been held in a permanent conservatorship controlled by her father, Jamie Spears, with help from a business manager named Lou Taylor and Andrew Wallet, an attorney. Um, I don't know how much in- much work Lou Taylor had because he doesn't really come up that much. It's mostly uh Andrew Wallet, which is convenient that his last name is Wallet. Yeah, I was Wallet. gonna say that's very and that's very on the nose. On brand. Um so these people have full control over Britney's finances, finances, her as a person, her visitors, medical care and legal decisions. Britney cannot vote, have custody of her children, choose her own doctors or medical treatment, hire lo- high or hire a lawyer of her own choosing. She cannot enter into business deals on her own, so her conservators decide when, if, and how she works. This 38-year-old woman needs permission to leave her own house and spend her own hard-earned Monday. Can't speak. This is going to be a bad time to do a podcast. (laughs) Spend her hard-earned money. Um, In the 12 years since the conservatorship began, Brittany has had an incredibly active career. So this all kind of starts in 2007. So in 2007, she puts out her Blackout album, which in theory doesn't go so well because there was a whole VMA performance. It was not her best. No, but not her fault. It was fine. It was okay. 2008 to 2010 was the circus era, which I believe was quite successful. It was. What year did she hit the car with the umbrella? 2007. That's what I thought. Yeah. So she did rally right after the umbrella situation. Pretty much. Um, That's important to note, I think. 2011. I know. Mm -hmm. 2011 to 2012 was her femme fatale era, and she was a judge on the X Factor. 2012 to 2015 was the Britney Jean album and her first round of her Las Vegas residency. And then 2016 to 2018 was her Glory album and more of her Vegas residency. You seem to have a question, Kathleen? And all the while she was doing all of this, um, she needed adults to tell her if or not she could buy a pack of gum. So that's what people are concerned. I was thinking about when she was on the X Factor. So, like, you were telling me that... She could be like, yes, you can be famous, but she could not, like, she could be like, not... I need a bottle of water. Correct. 
like how awkward that must have been for the fellow judges like oh we're gonna go out for drinks and she's a 38 year old woman and has to be like oh hey dad (laughs) can i go out and play (laughs) yeah and yeah there's that that's fascinating Um, i think it's important to know what she was doing at that time because like britney spears at that time was different than the current britney spears yes but also that Britney was she also different than be being be one more time and I'm a slave for you, Britney. There was a difference still, too. But yeah. she was a functioning human. Like, she could still... She I agree. I mean, she went I'm on not... world tours. And... She is currently a functioning human. Just, I just like my alleged thoughts to be on the record. Yeah, no, the, well, that's, that's what we're here to discuss. It's true, it's true. So, continue. I didn't go into too much detail about her actual breakdown because, like, we know what happened. She shaved her head. She locked herself in the house with her kids. She got there married. Was an hours. That was way before that. I know, but it's still part of it. It's part. Yeah. Of her, it's it, part of uh, Britney's folklore, if you will. Oh yes, I've. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. But um, yeah. Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an instance where she was driving with her infant child on her lap, being Not chased, bad. being chased by paparazzi, whole thing. Um, but in January of two thousand eight is when the ish hits the fan for Miss Britney Spears, okay. and she is put under two involuntary psychiatric holds. The first one was on January 3rd after a custody dispute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, and that was when she locked herself in the bathroom with her kid and the whole big thing. I, I recall this. Yes. And ac- according to the LA Times, the second hold that led to the conservatorship began on January 31st, 2008 at one fifty-three in the morning. Specifically. Specific. Not a second yeah, very specific. later. Uh, on monday january 28th reps for britney her psychiatrist and others began secretly planning an involuntary hold with lapd this plan included being prepared for paparazzi dozens of police dozens of police officers roadblocks and helicopters at an estimated cost of twenty five thousand dollars a bargain when britney spears is involved sure um and it didn't really work because we all saw the paparazzi in front of her house. Um, the plan was to take her in for an evaluation. Uh, the plan to take her in for evaluation was executed on January 30th by her family's and psychiatrist. Several hours before police arrived, uh, the street outside Brittany's home was flooded with paparazzi, so obviously somebody leaked the plan. The police tried to wait out the crowd before making their move, but... They couldn't, which is why this started on January 30th, but wasn't executed until January 31st at 1.53 in the morning. Um, LAPD and LAFD, so the police department and the fire department, entered her home, uh, and Brittany was removed via a stretcher into an ambulance, and they took her to... Yeah. And they took her to UCLA Medical Center. And then the pop followed. I don't remember seeing her in a straight jacket. I think she was covered in a blanket on the um stretcher. So maybe. But 
So you're not saying it's they could have put a blanket on to be like, hey, we're not that inhumane. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they definitely had to like subdue her in some That's capacity. Awful. I mean, I would assume so. Um, she needed help at this time. I do agree with this. Oh though. yeah, no, she one thousand percent needed help at this point. Yes. Um, February first, two thousand eight. Jamie Spears, her father, was granted a temporary conservatorship over Bernie's personal affairs and estate, um, as well as a restraining order against Sam Lufty. Oh Lufty, yes, her oh, boyfriend. Yes. Her boyfriend at the time, who uh, was a piece of crap. He was terrible. He uh, reportedly abused and drugged her mm-hmm. to control her, disabled her car, disabled her phone, hid her dogs. That's oh, correct. no. Hid her dogs. The um, kid, kept the kids away from her. And threatened to get her kids taken away from her, which mm-hmm. is pretty much a reoccurring uh, life. threat in this situation where every time she tried to do something someone was like "Mm, do that and i'm gonna get your kids taken away so no wonder she just goes with the flow um so uh february 3rd an unauthorized source revealed that her involuntary hold would be extended by 14 days um and this is uh, known as a 5250 hold authorized by doctor uh doctors or medical officers but on February 7th, Brittany was released from the hospital and stalked by paparazzi as she drove herself home. So she's able to drive herself? Yeah. Did it say um, if she was, like, with anyone? Um, it didn't specify if anyone was in the car with her, but it did specify that she was behind the wheel of the car. I'm going um, she was alone. But uh, how did the car get there, then? Yeah. It did not specify that information. Um, but does say that a 5150 or 5250 hold can end once the medical staff feel the individual is no longer a threat to themselves or others. So some medical professionals said, hey, girl, you're okay. Um, but her parents insisted that the hospital violated the court's conservatorship orders to keep her hospitalized. No, to confirm both of her parents or just her father? Um, this says both of her parents felt that she should have stayed okay which it's important I, to know because they, now they are no longer together on this no are they married still no i don't think i they don't have. i believe they've divorced but i didn't really write it down but i did read a lot that like her dad was like an alcoholic back in the day and like Brittany had like a lot of trauma as a child because of things that her father did um and she actually went into performing because that was the only time that, like, she was distracted from, like, her crazy dad. I read something that her dad's brother got into a fight with Jamie Spears because he was drinking and had, like, a five-month-old Brittany in the backseat of the car and, like, tried to drive away with baby Brittany in the backseat. Yes. After he had been drinking. So, like, not a good Her guy? Worst in 2002. Okay. Okay. Oh, so before all this. Yes, that's correct. Um, so they reunited to try to get her help. Yes, yes, yes. Um, something else. Oh, but then apparently he went to rehab at some point himself for alcoholism. And then came out just in time to be available a new person oh he's so great now he really changed and he was supposed to be there to help his daughter during this very bad time 
I hear my family yelling. I don't know if that picks it up on here. I'm not even sure what they're talking about, but it's fine. I love a little spat in the background. All right. Because <laughs> I just one of my earbuds just popped out and I hear Gianna screaming and I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Um, okay, so Brittany had a living trust. <clears throat> that her brother and an attorney were the co-trustees on. Brittany had set this up in 2004, so before anything happened. Um, and it was set up that if for some reason she was unable to manage the trust, her brother and the attorney would step in. This eliminated the need to appoint a, appoint a guardian or conservator to manage the estate. Yet, it still happened. Um, her brother and this attorney took, took control on February 14th. And on that same day, this attorney, John Eardley, filed a notice to remove the conservatorship from California court systems to federal court due to civil rights violations. On March 10th, um, Brittany's brother and that Ivan guy transferred Brittany's, Brittany Touring Inc. to the co-conservators, which is Jamie and uh, Spears and Andrew Wallet. Um, as they decided together that it was best to keep all of Britney's assets together under their control. Um, this same day, a hearing on a permanent conservatorship was scheduled. Um, and between February and June of that year, almost $4 million was transferred from the trust to the conservatorship accounts. Wow. Well, so she... to be worth a lot more money than that at the time. Yeah, that's what my guess would be, too. Like, well, they were, but they were just moving money around that yeah. seemed unnecessary. It's um, like, a, I don't know, it reminds me of a Disney princess movie, like, <laughs> the evil parents. Usually it's an evil step-parent. Well, she's but, like Rapunzel wait, wait, wait. or type... Mother Gothel. Say mm. that again, you like... Her, her dad is Mother Gothel. Yes. Yes. Locked in a tower... Pretty yeah. much. We'll talk about something oh. about that a little later. Oh, great. Good, good, good. We talked about this before. You should remember. Um, March 17th, that attorney, John Eardley, filed a declaration from Professor William McGovern, who was a uh, law professor at UCLA, and the professor gave his expert opinion on the initial application of the conservatorship. He focused on the court agreeing to get rid of the legally mandated advance notice to a potential conservatee. He claimed that Jamie's request did not meet the necessary requirements for waiving the advance notice. So basically, he, Brittany needed to be told that this was going to happen before they did it, and they just did it. And they didn't do the necessary things to waive it, so this guy's trying to argue that, hey, this shouldn't stand up, but obviously it still did. Um, he argued that the temporary conservatorship actions to stop Brittany from visiting a lawyer violated her right to choose and be represented by counsel, which I don't quite understand how he can argue that, because if the conservatorship takes away her right to do that, that's why she didn't have the right. So, like, I'm not a lawyer. I don't really quite understand it, but it's all shady. I just play one on a podcast. Basically. Um, then on March 21st, uh, March 24th, um, this Justice Philip Gutierrez ruled that this John Eardley had no authority to act on behalf of Brittany as she lacked the capacity to hire her own lawyer. So, he had no say, 
and her conservators responded by adding John Eardley to the list of people a restraining order was requested for. So he was, go away. Are these um, only I, against Brittany or against her family too? Or I, I think it was specifically Brittany, but her family was always with her. So yeah, I assume it was. It kind of encompassed all of them. Yeah. Um. On June 6th of that year, Jamie Spears filed a petition requesting payment for his work as a co-conservator during the first months of Britney's conservatorship, stating that between February 1st and March 3rd, he was with Britney 24-7, except for Super Bowl Sunday. That's nice. 24-7? Yeah. So he slept in the same room as her? I mean, that's what he's saying. Um, and according to the first year of That's counting, another level of creepy. <laughs> I don't support. Yeah. No. Uh, according to the first year of counting, his payments began on March 13th, and he received $168,790 from February 1st to December 31st. Um, basically, just for watching his grown ass child. Um, and her estate paid out almost $2 million in legal fees for both conservators. That's that. Um, it's a well-paying job. I guess. Just wait. It gets, that, that number goes up as the years go by. Um, oh. On October 28th of that year, Commissioner Riva Gotez uh, approved a permanent conservatorship. And she said the conservatorship is necessary and appropriate for the complexity of financial and business entities and her being susceptible to undue influence. <laughs> Interesting. You, being... you good? I'm good. We're good. Okay. Um, so that was October 28th. And, um, oh, by the way, on November 28th, so while this was all happening, Brittany was working on her circus album. Wow. Great. Did she write her own music? I forget. No. no. She allegedly has co-written some songs. Um, but, I mean, she could have said, oh, no, say, ooh, ooh, baby, there, instead of saying, oh, no, baby. Like, if yeah. you just I put mean, one or two. I mean, she's like, a great singer and dancer. You know, well, I expected like, to do all of that, you know? Yes. And there, I do have something about her singing voice that we could get to later that's not really pertains to this but it's just a, something that's out there just yeah i think i know what you're talking about okay. we'll get there later um so the album comes out november 28th and november 30th mtv releases britney for the record a documentary about her first year under the conservatorship and it included arguments between britney and her dad seeing the stalking by paparazzi um, and interviews about Britney's state of mind. And I've watched clips of the documentary and she just seems sad. She does not mm. want that. I really um, to see her on the circus tour. And be, this is not right. Yep. I was like, like, wow, I really, really wish that I saw her when I was younger. To, I like, get the full of things. Like, Never. It's that not was the, the that's the only time I saw her was that. Uh, Circus. I've seen her many times and it, it it's never been what it was. Nope. Um so on January 30th of 2009, uh 
Judge Avaya Bob granted a temporary restraining order against Sam Lufty, John Eardley, the attorney in Adnan Gahilib. If you're listening, I'm sorry, I totally just butchered your name. Um, and he was a paparazzi person who basically, I think he was friends with the boyfriend Sam and would yes, like remember this and he would tell Sam the off and he would give Sam some money. Yeah, he would tell the paparazzi where they were going to be and the paparazzi would pay him off and he yes. Mm-hmm. Um I was going to say it sounds like there's a lot of restraining orders but that one actually seems kind of valid. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for sure that guy was terrible. Yes. Um, a declaration from Jamie Spears regarding the events involving Lufty in December 2008 and January 2009. Spears claims that Lufty was texting Brittany's hairdresser, sending harassing direct messages to Jamie, a call from Lufty to Jamie, and numerous other calls and texts between Brittany and Lufty. Um, evidence of communications were attached but sealed in the court record. Um, and that basically, like, he was, like, stalking this, um hairdresser trying to get like information from him to Brittany and like he would something like he would find out when Brittany was going to be at that hairdresser and like try to go there like he was a psycho weird old man that good go Mm -hmm. away um so then like between 2009 and 2013 like she was just living her life let me go back to my timeline so this is like between like the circuit oh. era, the femme fatale, she was on X Factor, so she was like thriving. She was, you know, nothing crazy was happening, you know. So when did it take a turn? We're getting there. Okay. Um. <laughs> so in November of 2013, Andrew Wallet requested a raise, uh, referring to the conservatorship as a hybrid business model that required more effort than a standard conservatorship. And then in 2014, he got a second raise, so now he was making almost half a million dollars. To do what? But, yeah, he's a lawyer. Like, is he just deciding all her, well, like, he, her dad decides, like... Well, this Andrew was in charge of the Britney estate. So, like, all the money that, like... Was she in Vegas at this time? Not yet. She goes to Vegas between 2013 and 2015. So here, maybe, yes, she was. Um, but her dad for her, yeah. Um, we're we're about to get there. Um, this I thought was interesting. Um, this judge Brent. There's so many different judges and people that were involved in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so this judge Brenda Penny canceled Brittany's annual order to show oversight hearings. From 2016 to 2019. And these hearings would be for the conservators to prove um, that Bernie still needed to be under the conservatorship. So how can you cancel from 2016 to 2019 and say, oh, she's still like, that I thought was weird. Um, It's like she knows something we don't know. Or she's getting money on the side to be like, hey, I don't know. That's just a theory. That's fair. This is another thing that just I don't understand. In 2017, Andrew Wallet sold property owned by Brittany's estate to her father, Jamie. They argue that because the property wasn't gaining value, it was only a financial drain due to the property tax. So why would her dad want it? 
Because that's where the bodies are buried. Oh, okay. That took a turn. Thank you. But I yeah. guess I guess it's possible. No, anything else? Um. Then in September of 2018, Andrew Wallet and Jamie Spears filed a request to own the trademark Britney Spears. Which one was weird that nobody owned that already, and two, they shouldn't own it. That's weird. But she, I guess, can't own they, like, it. They own her. She's not allowed. Right. Okay. That's weird. Now this is where. Is this the turn? Are we taking? Yeah. This this is kind of where the whole hashtag free Britney thing bubbled up again. Okay. Um, in January of 2019. Britney canceled her Las Vegas residency to be with her family following the illness of her father. She did. Um, Additionally, before that, there was like a big spectacle that they made of her when she announced it. And I watched it for 45 minutes. And I just need you to know it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. They literally like carted her through the streets of Las Vegas like she was in the Pope Mobile. Oh, and then Britney she Mobile. just, she literally just like said, okay, Vegas, I'm coming back. And that was it. But it was. 45 minutes of her yeah. just you watched really it. Going <laughs> you watched all 40 minutes of it mm-hmm. um yeah, it then great. in march of uh, march 25th of 2019 andrew wallet filed notice of resignation from the conservatorship now huh? leaving jamie the sole conservator over britney's estate and person she was not present for any of these filings um in his notice of res- resignation wallet said substantial detriment irreplaceable harm and immediate danger will result to the conservative Britney Spears and her estate if the relief requested herein is not granted on an ex parte basis. So I googled that. An ex parte basis means basically from one side of the party. So if this was not granted for Britney's side, homegirl Mm -hmm. was going to be in a boatload of trouble. Yikes. Um, so then this is the podcast you were talking about. Um, in April of 2019, Barbara Gray and Tess Barker host the Brittany Graham podcast. Um, and they did an episode where Power Legal, who I now learned his name was Anthony. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what you said? That's cool. Um, yeah. My information did not give his name out. But that's fine. No yeah. one was listening. Yeah. Uh, the paralegal who worked on Brittany's case alleged that her dad forced her into a medical facility earlier in the year after finding out that Brittany was no longer taking some of her medication. Um, he found this out while she was rehearsing for the second run of her Vegas residency and threatened to pull the whole show, because he has the authority to do that, um, if she didn't start taking her meds again. And when she refused, he followed through and ended the show and told everyone that she was taking a break because he was sick. Wow. All this. Liar. Yeah. That's just one evidence. Mm. One piece mm. of evidence. Now we're Solid. getting to the good um, um, And this was when she was placed in a really nasty rehab facility. Um, they claim it was only for like a week, but this source, Anthony, says that she was in there for several weeks. Um, and he also claims that Andrew Wallet quit the conservatorship due to fears that um, he would have been disbarred for further participation. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, yes. that's big. Um, and I 
found in one of the articles I was reading, it actually had um, reviews. I forgot the name. I didn't write down the name of the rehab facility that she went to, but it wasn't like one of those like hoity-toity fancy ones that all the celebrities goes to. Mm-hmm. It was like really it had like one star and like the reviews are basically like that these people are terrible and yada 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 so like not the best place for her to... mm-hmm. no, i'm also glad so. that um mr wallet is no longer in this story because every time you brought up his name i would just kind of like restrain from laughing right i don't know it's like he it's a good sucks. name to myself yeah he's like the evil bank guy in every cartoon mm-hmm. Um, Then in May of 2019, Lynn Spears, Brittany's mom, filed court documents requesting involvement, excuse me, I have to take up now, um, in the conservatorship with specific access to her medical records. Mm. Mm. The plot thickens. It sure did. Um, In May of 2019, Brittany was able to speak before Judge Brenda Penny, so she's back. Um, and following their private meeting, the judge ordered a 730 evaluation, which authorized the court to an independent expert investigation, um, and then they would report back and testify on anything the court wants. And that evaluation was due back September 18th, 2019. So at this point, this independent expert was investigating anyone involved in with Brittany, doctors, lawyers, family members, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then on August 24th, Brittany's psychiatrist, Dr. Timothy Benson, passed away suddenly from an aneurysm. Hmm. And now he would have been a key person to be interviewed for this investigation. And I'm not saying there was anything shady with his death, <laughs> but I'm it's also just not saying it as well. That um, is fascinating. I'm not saying it was, <laughs> you know. But I'm not not saying it. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, okay, then on that same day, August 24th was a big day, Kevin Federline, insert KFED, uh, filed the police report claiming that on that day, Jamie Spears abused their son, Sean, and a restraining order was granted, preventing him from contacting his two grandsons, because Brittany does have two kids. Um, now... This interferes with Britney's visitation rights as her dad oversaw all of Britney's movements and visitors. So Britney couldn't see her kids because her kids couldn't be near her father. And her father and her father needed to be at every That makes me sick. Right. But don't worry, because September 9th, Jody Montgomery. This was fifteen uh, days. Yeah, so just two weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh Jody Montgomery was appointed temporary conservator over the person, Britney Spears, while Jamie remained in control of her estate. Now, we'll Where go did into detail. Come from? She was around in the beginning. She was a hold on, I have this written down. Um she's a professional fiduciary, which is basically like That's a caretaker. Fun. Yeah. I mean, she does. She works with money, then. Yes. Just we're gonna put a pin in this and bring it back because <laughs> she she comes back. Okay. She comes right, back back to we didn't just yeah. find her out of nowhere though. She had been around. She had kind of been around. Like she okay. was kind of like a like a. She was like she does a few things. She was a character to the story. Yeah. She but she now, made 
She makes an unbelievable comeback in the end. Let's just put it that way. Don't get your hopes up too high for her, but we'll we'll okay. We'll be back. She'll be back in Act Two or Three. I don't even know how many acts are now. Um, so she was appointed temporary conservator on September 9th, and then on February 17th of 2020, her position um was extended through April 30th. And during that hearing, Brittany was also not present. Um, then on April 24th. Uh, sorry, April 21st, California courts are shut down due to uh, the coronavirus. Um, and they, had to, they had to re, they had to reschedule another hearing for July 22nd. And what happens on that day is going to blow your mind. Um, this hearing was to take place. This was supposed to take place over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and after two hours needed to be postponed because Britney Spears fans Zoom bombed the f- call. Oh, and, incredible. And they could not proceed with any information. Nothing could happen <laughs> because they couldn't talk confidentially with these random psychos popping into the video. And I love everything about that. And I, I can't just, believe I didn't hear about this. Me either. And I don't know how they did it. But it's very hard to do that. I don't know how. I don't know who, but apparently it it happened. Um, So July 22nd was a bust for Miss Brittany because of that. That concludes my uh, printed out notes. So now I must go to my notebook. So she has had multiple I can't even say that word. People conservators mm-hmm. i wonder yeah. if she like has a favorite you know like some people have like a favorite parent favorite um i guardian. don't think you i don't i don't I it doesn't really like did some of them let her do some things that others didn't maybe well no because up until now it's always been her dad i mean True. this jody person but like she was basically her, this Jody woman was in charge of her pretty much during coronavirus all the time. And coronavirus. if you've been on tech TikTok or Instagram lately, you know what Brittany's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but do so we that, think- was, that was July 22nd okay. on July 23rd. Now I have to show it in my very sloppy handwritten notes. Um, Brittany's older brother Brian was on mm-hmm. a podcast. Um, should I say the name of it and promote another podcast on our much more successful podcast? <laughs> we support all podcasts. Okay. Like, you know, well, we don't, think, is... we don't see competition. All right. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> no. So, well, speaking of see, this podcast is called the As Not Seen on TV podcast. Mm. Um, I love and it. he was asked about his sister and he was quoted as saying, um, she's been in this thing for quite some time now. Obviously, there was a need for it in the beginning, and now they've made some changes, and all we can do is hope for the best. Um, she's always wanted out. It's very frustrating. Hmm. I would want out. Duh. I would think everyone would. Yeah. Um, I agree with Brittany. That's what I'm saying. So, this now brings me to the TikTok, Instagram craziness but yes. i do have two things i would like to mention before 
Okay. Go for it. Um, just another way of showing how she's controlled and doesn't really have much of a say in anything she wants mm-hmm. to do. But this was prior to mm-hmm. her breakdown, basically. Um, have either one of you heard about her Lost Original Doll album? Yeah. Uh, is this where she sounds different? No. Okay. Then um so basically I think that I watched a TikTok about this. Probably. Um in December of 2004, um Jesse Lozano was a fill-in radio host for Kiss FM in Burbank, California, and at the radio station they get a phone call and someone's like, "Hey, Britney's on the phone. She wants to play you her new song." And the guy's like, oh, okay, LOL, like, I'm just this random nobody DJ who's only here because it's the holidays. Um, it's not Brittany. Fast forward to an hour later, Brittany, her security guard, and a chihuahua pull up in front of the radio she- station. And she has a CD in her hand because back then you traveled with CDs. Right. Um, somehow, do. no fans, no paparazzi, nobody followed her there. She was completely, you know, just her and the security guard. Um, They go on air. They chat just a little bit. Um, In this entire interview, Brittany only says 22 words. Um, How long was it? It seemed like it wasn't long. Like, they they chatted a little bit, went to commercial break. And then Brittany introduced a song um, for the first and last time. And Mm -hmm. the radio station played a song called Mona Lisa, which Brittany claimed was coming... um, going to be on her new album that was probably going to be called original doll it wasn't confirmed yet and it was probably going to come out in like the summer maybe a little bit sooner is one of the very few things she said in this interview and this was december so by the summer makes sense um so they played this song one time it's called mona lisa um and a rep for britney's label jive records uh spoke to billboard a week later um, and said that the song would not be sent to radio as a single, and there was no album scheduled at the moment, but she had been in the studio working on stuff. Um, uh, she wanted, so basically this album was her trying to branch out from that cookie-cutter pop princess stuff. Um, I and, just read the lyrics to Mona Lisa. Okay. And Go I ahead. would say that they're ridiculous. Yes, they are. However... I listened to the song today. Oh. I believe I had listened to it back then, but it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a refresher, and there's a lyric that says, she wants you to know that she's been gone. And if you listen to it, yes. it sounds like she's saying the word cloned. Oh. Yes. I love that. Now, I don't know if that's just my ears. So... I encourage all the listeners to do your own research. You can find the song on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it sounds like she's saying cloned. I think it's a stretch to say she's been, like, (laughs) scientifically cloned and no one knows about it. But But, but it's a whole theory. The situation on our hands. Yeah, the average. Right. Um, I also, by listening to the song and reading the lyrics, I sort of got a, um, I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead, sort of yes. vibe. Mm. And this song was Britney's way of sort of like. I think okay. it's very like the opposite of Lucky. 
Like it yeah. literally starts out the same way. This is the story about Mona Lisa. Yes, exactly. Wow. Um, so that's just an interesting thing that happened. And then they basically like her whole label pretended like that whole thing never happened. Um, that is fascinating. I really didn't know about that before. The what year was this? 2004. Okay. And the next album she would release is her Blackout album in 2007, which was pretty much right around the time she's not having a good day. Mm. Several good days. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fascinating. There was also some stuff um, okay. that I, that I did. About, like the elephant in the room? Like, is this really Britney? Well, I'm <laughs> getting there. I'm there's there's more to that. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, I have a lot of I just, yes, no, I know. Um, there is also this theory that came from Rose McGowan, oh. um, that I read about briefly, but like I personally did not feel comfortable um, googling it. Because I felt like the FBI would be knocking on my door immediately. Um, you never know. That basically she thinks that <laughs> Brittany is being trafficked. And mm. that's why all these really weird videos of her just putting herself on display and walking around and showing herself off and walking off camera and back. And she looks like basically, I don't know, obviously, if this is confirmed. But it's been said that she has been given excess antipsychotic medication to give off the illusion of being mentally unstable. Mm. So I don't. I don't know how that works, like with the chemicals in your brain, but that could be a thing. Not good. Um, And then just one other slight conspiracy thing that sort of goes hand in hand with is this Brittany. Have you heard of this thing called the Monarch Mind Control? I don't think so. I well, basic- basically, Brittany has been mind controlled since she was a small child because she grew up in the Disney machine. And as we know, most young s- females, at least, that come out of Disney don't fare so well mentally. Yes. Yeah. Um, and There's a book on Amazon called Overcoming Monarch Mind Control. Yeah. And it is $869. Well, <gasps> I can confirm that I did not buy the book to get my information. And, and it was another thing that I didn't really delve too much into, mostly because it was a little too far-fetched for me, I guess. Um, but basically, there's like... They're saying that because of all of this mind control that she's been under since she was four years old, that she has like several different personalities. And if you, she did this interview with Diane Sawyer, I mm-hmm. believe it was right after the breakdown when she was slowly making her comeback. Um, yes. In this interview, she's like sort of like babbling and she's. To me, it just looks like, because she says, like, oh, Brittany, no, stop it. Oh, hello. Like, these weird things. And, like, she's, like, talking to herself, but, like, she's about to cry. So, like, to me, it just looks like she's trying to talk herself out of, like, crying and, like, almost, like, joking with herself about it. Um, Mm -hmm. These people who believe she's in this monarch mind control 
um, mm-hmm. think that these are her multiple personalities coming up because at one point when she says something, it almost sounds like a British accent. Hmm. Brittany, I that. She's not British. Yeah, she's I not. Think. She really isn't. So that that was interesting. Um, and then I'm sorry. There's a, that later. What? So I'm gonna read more about that later. I think that is fascinating. Yeah. Um. Well, I will say that um, per- multiple personalities is no longer the politically correct term. Okay. It is actually dissociative identity disorder. Okay. I did confirm that. That makes sense. By the Definitely DSM. To disassociate from a lot of things. Um, yeah. And then there's just one more thing. Yeah. I believe this was during press for one of the Vegas shows. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked her who she would want to work with in the future. And mm-hmm. her answers may surprise you. But when you think about it further, it will surprise you even further. Um, the only thing that would surprise me right now is if she said Kathleen Marino. Okay, she did not. <laughs> I'm sorry, she did not say Kathleen Marino. But she did say Justin Timberlake. And the way mm-hmm. she said it was as if she did not have a past with him. And that's interesting. But maybe, hold on, hear me out on this. But hold on, hold on, hold on. We all saw them in the Canadian tuxedos. Yes, we did. Maybe she wants to work with him because that's when her life was normal-ish. could be. But she, God bless her. She also said she would want to work with Aerosmith and kept referring to Aerosmith as one person. So (laughs) she meant Steven Tyler, but she kept, and now, let's back up. Some of you may remember, Alita, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't remember, but I do. I remember. She worked with Aerosmith and NSYNC mm-hmm. when they performed on the best Super Bowl halftime show that's ever existed. I, you can't argue that one. That was the best one ever. I'm gonna have Beyonce, to suck it. It was not you. I apologize. That's correct. I agree. That was. But that is a tangent yeah. that I do not need to finish. Also, um, no. Continue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mary J. Blige? Um, perhaps. And then there was that whole skit oh, yeah. beforehand with like yes. all of that Chris happened. Rock and Ben mm. Stiller. It Go was a now. great Super Bowl halftime show. What year that was this? Probably like 2004. It was probably yeah. like right before this because she was still with us. were in that. I don't remember who played the game. I'll be super honest. <laughs> um, Oh, it was the Giants. Okay. Oh, I kind of do remember that now. But I was way more distracted by the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, so in this interview... She... Okay, that makes sense. That mm-hmm. does make sense. So they were singing like, bye, 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 and it's going to be me and that sort of thing. They did. And walk this way. Yes, I am going to be super honest with you. The second we end this call, <laughs> I'm going to YouTube and I'm going to rewatch that. <laughs> I used to have the audio downloaded from like Napster, copied onto CD, and I would listen to it all the time. Incredible. That's what the technology was like back in those days. Um, So yeah, she did that whole thing. And then there was this 
I, you may have remembered more recently um, in one of her dancing Instagrams, she danced to a Justin Timberlake song, and there's this whole weird con- uh, comment, captured pickups, excuse me, um, about how, like, oh, we may have had the biggest breakup in the last 20 years, but the man's a genius and good song, yada, yada, yada. Mm. I think that they had her dance to that song, or that, I'm sorry, I don't even think that was the song she was dancing to. I think they edited the music into it and posted that so people would more focus on, ooh, Britney Spears is dancing to a Dustin Timberlake song in 2020 instead of, ooh, Britney Spears is psycho. Mm. Yes. That's just a theory. Okay. Can I talk about her teeth gap now? (laughs) Well, yeah, because now now we could talk about TikTok, I think. I'm just making sure I've hit all my notes um i mean i know that there well, isn't a topic to get to but i feel like we should talk about well yeah so do you want to talk about tiktok now and then talk about the update from yesterday yes, yeah let's do that we should yes we should save the update from yesterday okay it's not so great can I, i'll can be I, honest i know so <laughs> i would like to discuss reese witherspoon Okay, that's another podcast. That's November's podcast at this point. um, Should you be following me on Twitter, you would know that I do believe that there are two Reese Witherspoons, and one of them has a tooth gap, and one of them does not. Reese with her spoon and Reese without her spoon. That's correct. Reese with a gap and without a gap. I actually actually refer to it as NGR and GR. No gap Reese and gap Reese. (laughs) All right. Fair. Um, but now it seems that this current Brittany, I don't know, has a tooth gap. And if you go back in time and look at every picture of Britney Spears that you can find, which there are so many because Britney has been around since the Mickey Mouse Club when she was like 12, Britney never, ever had a gap. Well, okay, when she was 12, baby teeth, different story. But now... Right, but but I saw her when she was sixteen. But, yeah, but even as 20, yeah, I I saw pictures of her from the Mickey Mouse Club too. And even then, when like your teeth are still moving around and stuff, she never seemed to have any sort of. There was like I have seen pictures of Britney from every year, and I have never once noticed even an hint of a gap. And if you go back and look at, it's not a Mandela effect. Like if you look at old pictures, right. you know that no she gap. didn't another like, another podcast <laughs> right now perfectly aligned teeth oh, yeah. like yeah those teeth might not be the ones that came in her head originally but they're in that picture and there's no yeah. gap and if that's the case then those would be veneers which you don't just take veneers off because they grind your teeth down to like tiny little nubs and then put in fake teeth so did they take out the fake teeth and then put in a new set of teeth with a gap? No. No. They would never do that. No. So this is not the same Brittany. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. So I don't disagree Thank because I, I do think that something is weird with that. But just playing devil's advocate because that's what we're here to do. Just have a conversation. And I feel like the yeah. people on her side or the people who are pretending to be on her side would have this argument um, with age people's bodies change 
Yes, my teeth are shifting, but like she does not seem to be. I don't want to say she's unhealthy because obviously, if anything is healthy, it's her body. She still looks like she's seventeen years old. Right, that's um, ridiculous. Like her abs have abs. Like, come on, it's ridiculous. Um, even after she burnt down her own gym, which we should <laughs> probably discuss too. Um, God bless. But, Maybe she's not as obsessed with her dental hygiene as she had been in the past because she's not on camera all the time and taking photos and all that stuff. Okay, but I also think that I had all. I'm sorry, just one second. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Also, if there is drugs involved, yes, those could have effect on your dental hygiene as well. Yes, no. No, I agree with that. But, um, if you listen to my whole argument, you'll notice that I made a point about the fact that in the picture behind you, which for everyone not seeing this, is Brittany <laughs> dancing with the snake at the VMAs. Those teeth that are in her mouth are not her teeth. She has veneers, which means that they they dug all of her teeth down and they put fake teeth in. Yeah. So they did not her teeth are not shifting because they're not real. Wait, is that confirmed, or are you just saying that? Look at those teeth. They're perfect. Yeah, but some people have perfect teeth. Okay, Britney Spears is not one of the people that has perfect teeth. (laughs) Because they definitely changed between when she was on the Mickey Mouse Club as she got older. And even when I saw her on MTV, when she was carried in because she had a broken leg with baby (laughs) time, like, those teeth are different than the teeth she has later. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, yeah, I I think the teeth are a thing. Um, But do we want to discuss her um, pleas for help through her Instagram? Yeah. (laughs) Because there's a lot. We really do. Yes. I, um, I think the fans have come together to try and get her to speak out in her own way, yeah. which is hard for her to do and hard for her to probably convince her dad to let her do without him knowing. So right. give some examples. Um, I wrote down a lot. I actually found out about a couple of ones that I didn't know about. Um, mm-hmm. And there's one I think that's going to tickle Kathleen. I think you're going to be, you're going to really enjoy it. Yes. Um um so these are really in no particular order Mm -hmm. um something just popped into my head that i remembered reading and i didn't write it down and i just forgot it already and now i'm mad but it'll come back to me um so the first thing i wrote down was how britney follows 116 people on instagram Mm -hmm. yeah and if you look at 116 upside down that is 911 Yep. Yes. Did mm-hmm. we talk about what one of those accounts is? Oh, the lobotomy. Yes, there yeah. is an account called Lobotomy that yeah. I, is not a famous person or anything. No. It's not a lobotomy. She, she has a Etsy store, and I remember clicking on the mm-hmm. Etsy store, and the Etsy store is currently closed. That's yeah. So, like, why would Britney follow this random account called Lobotomy unless she's giving a hint? <laughs> I think that's a hint. I definitely think it's a hint. It's it's, could be. So 
I watched like a bunch of like YouTube videos of people like reacting and like picking apart all of these things. And this one guy said something that was like, I totally agree with. He's like, these all of these little things literally mean nothing. Like, okay, she follows 116 people. She wore a yellow shirt one day. She posted this picture one day. She wore a hat this day. That means nothing. But when you put all these little things together, there's enough there's enough to be like, okay, hey, maybe there is something here. Um, so then, like, over the... If you look at... Like, I looked at her Instagram grid, like, last night and even again this morning. If you scroll through, like, looking at all the pictures at once, not one at a time, over the course of, like, several weeks, she's wearing, like, the same shirt and, like, making that same pose where like her eyes just look dead like her makeup's a mess and then like in a couple together like right like she took them all at the same time but she's posting all of them yes i agree like she'll post something today i think we should explain the yellow shirt because that one was big yeah yeah no i got that one oh i just remember what i was gonna say under this conservatorship, obviously, she has no control over her phone, her social media, her anything. So it's very interesting that if these really are secret messages, is she really that much smarter than the people involved? That she's, mm-hmm. like, getting these hints through? Or does she have somebody on the inside that's helping her? Because I have a theory on that, too. Um, but, so... Yes, I think the biggest Instagram... Why don't you talk about the yellow shirt, Alita? Because I don't know anything about the yellow shirt. Yes, you do. She There was a video. It was one of her weird like dancing videos. And in the comments, someone said, wear yellow if you need help. So in the next video, she wore yellow. She used yellow emojis. And she even... Um, post about the color yellow. And then there was a whole post about the color yellow. It's and her she, favorite color. And then she even, the caption of the video in her with the yellow shirt, she even edited it and went back and added into the caption how yellow was her favorite color. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a gap in that picture. Wow. A big gap. Um, and then another one of those, hey, do this if you need help, um, Kathleen. Um, Vanessa Hudgens. We love her. She sometime. commented. If this is a secret message, show us a rose and let us know it's your favorite flower. And now if you scroll through her Instagram, at least before, there was a post about a rose. There is a pink rose, but it says it's just soap. But it's still rose. But there is a rose emoji. Yes. Well, that shows that even, like, people in the celebrities, like, aren't sure if she's okay or not. Oh, like, you know how there's, list. like, Hollywood secrets? I have a list of of, yeah. of celebrities that are talking. Concerned. Um, there was also... Um, she just uh, got to fix the gap in her teeth on July 23rd, just an FYI. Not working, I guess. Or these are so old pictures. Well, maybe then that's just a ploy, and that when the new Britney comes back, her gap will be fixed because of this alleged retainer. I don't know, but there's another rose picture. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. Um, 
There was another one where it was like blink twice and spin around if you need help. And there's been so many videos of her just walking into frame, spinning in a circle, blinking, walking out of frame, yeah, coming back. They're weird. In a circle. Um, still following 116. She's also wearing like the same shirt in every same yeah. type of shirt in every video, which yeah, isn't they, necessarily a sign. It's just kind of weird. Right, but, but they're so You're similar right. that, it, yeah, and at like a, first glance, they almost look identical. That they're like this, the style is the same, but like the pattern is slightly different. I think one is like cherries or something, and the other one just polka dots or something like that. She's also always wearing a choker. Yes. Um, and that was another like weird theory about like um. The trafficking thing that like the chokers are supposed to be like leashes and like weird things like that I didn't like that so I didn't go oh another one video um in the comments someone asked us tell you tell us where you are and in the next video she was dancing to a song called Malibu and no I know I've tried to comment on some of her things hashtag free Britney and I think it's kind of like what Kim has with the snake like it you're not allowed to post it. it yeah there was another thing that there are a lot of her posts that after a lot of her posts that have a lot of concerning like messages in it like are you whatever the weird are you okay messages um those posts are getting deleted like the whole post um there's a video where she's in the like her home gym not sure if this is before or after the fire um but she's in the gym with her boyfriend and they're like uh lifting weights together and like she's a video and you can read his lip telling her to smile because like she's not smiling and then you see his mouth go smile and then she has like this big weird smile on her face yeah and they've done another there's another video and Rossi was like kiss me or no no he was like kiss me and then she kissed him like right after and like weird like she's being controlled yeah allegedly i have i have two theories and they're very contradicting of each other on one hand i think he's totally completely involved and he's just being paid to like babysit her and let her think that she's like sort of has a life but really like he doesn't care about her and he's just being paid um Mm. but my second theory is the complete opposite where he actually does care about her and he is being paid to watch her, but he's like secretly a mole and he's the one that's in charge of her phone. So he's posting these things knowing that there's hidden messages in them. So in the posts, um, in the comments, I'm currently reading that there is an extra, that she's missing a mole on her belly button. This is she really like Halloween. And um, that some of these pictures are pictures that are not real. Like, they're pictures someone took of a phone. Okay. Like, hmm. like these pictures came from someone else's phone and they just took a picture of the phone. And I do kind of see that now. Yeah. Oh, there was another thing. There was a, there was a TikTok video that a fan posted. Um sorry i'm my leg is cramping and um his tiktok username was like mars something 
and like his video was like one that like really blew up like within the last couple like month or so maybe a little longer than that but like the most recent like resurgence of this free britney movement that's happened it was mm-hmm. because of his tiktok and then the next day or two days after or something <clears throat> she posted a video a picture on her instagram of a sunset but yes. somebody google searched the picture and it came mm-hmm. up as like a google stock photo of mars so like she was mm-hmm. saying it was a screenshot uh a picture she took of the sun. Yes. It wasn't even the sun. It was Mars. So this kid thinks that that was Brittany's way of saying, hey, dude, I saw your video. Keep going. That's interesting. It's a stretch, but it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. There it's was weird. also something where she's dancing with a hat, and it's supposed to say help in the middle of the hat, really, really small, and if you flip it upside down... Apparently, she wrote "Call nine one one" and mascara on her eyelashes. That yep. seems like a bit much. How? I remember, I remember watching that TikTok. I think sure. it was. I don't think she actually. Like, I I think if it's real, it wasn't that she actually wrote it, but so it's like photoshopped in before it was posted. Hmm. Um, but how are we supposed to help her? Is the question. Like, well, I think so. Which is, like. All of the photos that Brittany posted this week, she also posted in May. Yes. Whoa. So that's concerning. Yeah. But also, like, if somebody else is, like, just posting this stuff, like, on her behalf, like, trying to be here, like, they're not good at it. Like, either just don't post anything at all, like. Like, do you think that w- that could be what it is? Like, it's just someone who's so terrible at, like, Instagram that, like, the whole world is like, this is wrong. But it's just, like, because her dad's, like, 70 years old and he doesn't know how to work Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's her dad specifically that's the one posting. But, like, it just I don't, seems I, like if... But, like, it just seems like if there's somebody else who has, like, a stockpile of pictures of her, like, mm-hmm. why, okay, change your shirt, we're going to take, like, eight photos today of you in a different outfit each time, I don't know, it just seems weird. And, like, one video that I saw yesterday, this kid was talking about how um, she never posts on her Instagram story. Right. And there was one, like, I guess it was just like a little less than a minute video of her dancing that was accidentally posted to her story mm-hmm. and then reposted to her actual page and then eventually got deleted. And apparently somebody claims that, like, if you watch it in slow motion, it looks like her shirt changes in the middle of it for like a split second. But, like, I what? didn't notice that. So, like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, That seems (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. It just seems like a lot of really, really weird things. Mm -hmm. Um, Something shady is definitely happening. Like, I don't know, like, to be, like, it's all fun and games to sit here and be like, oh, she's sending secret messages through her eyelashes or whatever. But, like, something weird is happening. Like, whether she's aware of it or not, like, 
is it possible that like it's really just her posting all of the stuff and because she's as stated earlier uh incapacitated like and she just doesn't know what she's doing and they're just giving her the ability to post on her social media because it is harmless because all she's doing is weirdly dancing but like she has like a backdrop like like a green screen i don't think it's green screen but it's like a curtain that she's always dancing in front of Mm-hmm. it's just oh it's concerning wait. one of the biggest ones i forgot to talk about she started doing that thing was oh i'm gonna answer some questions um mm-hmm. that i'm always getting in my comments and like people are asking her like what her favorite disney movie is and i'm like girl no one's asking you what your favorite no, disney and, like you can't find that comment anywhere but before that somebody asks her what time she usually goes to bed and mm-hmm. she says something like between eleven and twelve o'clock, and I believe 11. between a lot like between eleven thirty and twelve or some, something yeah. like that. She gives a time, and then the next question she says something about how a favorite Disney movie is Frozen, and if you go to the timestamp of eleven thirty or something, whatever, or an hour and thirty minutes or something like that, to like whatever she said about the time she goes to bed. If you go to that timestamp in Frozen, it's literally the scene, the first thing Elsa says is, you need to tell them to let me go. And that's fucking wild. Yeah. Okay, look. Here's the thing. Coincidence? Possibly. Hold on. But that's... Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Just give me one minute. Mm -hmm. How? So, like, I love Taylor Swift. Oh, you know. Yeah. So, like, she does all crazy shit, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's no way it's all real. Like, there has to be so much of this that is just an accident. Or just, like, that's just dumb luck that it worked out. Because there is no way that the woman that I just watched dance on Instagram is smart enough to be like, let me tell them exactly when to watch Frozen. Okay. But that brings me back to her boyfriend that she lives with. Maybe is helping her. He's on Instagram too. And he's feeding her the questions in that order, knowing that she's gonna say, Oh, yeah, I go to bed at this time, and that she watched like, or he's coaching her with the answers. I mean, we're not saying she's not smart either. Like, there's no evidence to prove that. Right. Well, that, but that's part of the thing too is that people are saying, like, she's better. She's done. Like, she, she can, like, can, she's a functioning human. She's right. capacitated. Instead of so to clarify, I also don't think that he's smart enough to do that. <laughs> to go through his Instagram. I mean, I don't... It could all be an act. Maybe he just wants you to think he's dumb because he has to play that role. So Wait, they don't... Changing you know, the question. Changing the topic. To... Yes. How old are her children now? Uh, I think... I think 16 and 14. They're okay. teens. I mean, they're not babies, but they're not adults, but they're, I think, I think it was 16 and 14. 14 it's and kind of like, well, think about is... it. Her kids were it, not babe toddlers when she was conservatorshipped, and that was 12 years ago. So, yeah, they have to be like 15 or 16. This is kind of, but like, you know how after Michael Jackson died, everyone was like, wait till his kids turn 18 and then maybe they can start sharing some stories? Like, do we have to wait for these yeah. two children? 
to maybe. turn 18. I mean, I know that there obviously there's an issue. Probably. There's, like, there's an no issue. way the 14 year old's not on TikTok. Well, he, True. No, the, the kid is on Instagram because yeah. he went on Instagram Live and he talked about how his grandfather was a dick. He did. He did. I do remember so, like, that. There's, there's, I mean, but then again, he also had a restraining order against him because the grandfather like hit him or whatever so like clearly there's a problem right. who filed that restraining order kevin, kevin Federline. okay oh my god wait why is what kevin Federline the... saying things because he's probably being paid not to yes, um there was another because how else does he get money uh, another thing that came out on tiktok um was this guy I don't know if you guys heard this. He read a letter. He used to be Britney's, yes. he used to be Britney's photographer, like yes. back in the day. And right before all this happened, she gave him a letter that she wanted him to read. Um, but like the conservator people found out about it and like came to his house and like took the letter and destroyed it, but mm-hmm. not before he made a copy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he had signed like when he like was working with her he signed contracts and basically like he Mm -hmm. couldn't um say anything legally blah 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 but now he doesn't work for that company anymore and i guess the contract ended so like he's free to say what he wants um so you can't see it but i printed out the letter oh good but britney spears has absolutely shitty handwriting um so printing it out it so do i I can't he read put, it. He read it in his TikToks. Yeah. Are you gonna try and read it? Or are you okay? I I got it. I have it on my phone. Um, but basically, before she read wrote this letter, an article, um, and I, I read the People magazine article came out about Kevin Federline, and he like they like talk about him like he's father of the year, and like um, Brittany was so much trouble, and you know whatever that he's like the best dad ever. What? Her boyfriend is 25 Good years old. Her. That sounds that's, about that's right. That's weird. I support her. <laughs> that's um, so Good for her. So she, she wrote this letter to the photographer after this Kevin Federline People Magazine article came out in 2007. Um, so it says, after reading Kevin's article in People, I was amazed at how a lot of the focus was on Britney. Um their mother to tell a story for people magazine um instead of the focus being on kevin what britney went through was a year now she wrote this for the guy to read it that's why she wrote it in the third person person. yeah um what happened to britney was a year ago and people need to get with the times as for kevin saying britney divorced him she was forced by her lawyers because she went to visit him in New York and he wouldn't see her and the children. And her lawyer said if she doesn't divorce him, he's going to do it himself. So Kevin's trying to play the innocent victim is hardly irrelevant. She can't spell. That's another story. <laughs> um, he left her and the babies. Her going on the men partying two years ago was nothing to do with the situation now. She is completely different she is a completely different person and most of their fighting was done back then because of his problem waking and baking to marijuana at five in the morning. And that's where it ends. Um, so that's that. And then I did read something that they verified that this handwriting was Brittany's handwriting 
because the paparazzi that she hit with the umbrella, <laughs> apparently she sent them a handwritten letter. Um, I don't, I don't have it, but I read it. That basically she said that she she apologized for the oh, incident, um, and she said that she was preparing for a role, um, <laughs> of a single mother. And some something she was preparing for a role where she played a single mother and like the baby daddy like refused to give money and she had to take on the role as mom and dad and she apologized for getting so carried away with her role. So that's yeah. interesting. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody <laughs> believes it. Like, maybe. Wasn't there a lifetime movie that they like an unauthorized like movie about Britney's life or something. I don't, I don't remember one. I think it did, but like I didn't watch it because like it just looked awful. Um but she now, was also on How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Was. I rewatched those episodes very recently. I she was to great. Watch an episode of those with that show again. Me um Oh, there was a Britney Spears Lifetime movie in 2017 called Britney Ever After. Yes, yes, yes. And the girl is just, it just looks terrible. I read a um, book Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera when I was younger, but it didn't use their names and it was called Confessions of a Backup Singer. Very interesting. Highly recommend oh, it. Um, speaking of Christina Aguilera, so... She I'm, crazy. Well, yeah, she used to, but Maybe not to the same extent. Um, but something that I read about um, Brittany being controlled from a young age was that when she was on the Mickey Mouse Club, her voice was very similar to that of Christina Aguilera, where mm-hmm. it was, like, deeper. So she was trained to sing at a much higher register, mm-hmm. um, which is why she has that, like, baby voice now. Um, mm-hmm. And it's said that that like retraining her way of singing seriously like messed up her vocal cords. And yeah, that's, that's not good she, for you. And that's why she sings the way she does. That's yeah. interesting. Yes. Um, now the last bit of notes that I have are on, on what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. And. A list of celebrities that have spoken out about Britney. Which would you like first? Um, I think I would like the list of celebrities. And then we can put it on the newest information. Okay. Well, it starts my list with um, the one and only Bella Thorne. Oh. She posted links to resources and petitions in order to um, assist in Britney. God bless Mm -hmm. you. Um, <laughs> Snooki. Oh, I love Snooki. She took to her Instagram really? stories to be like, "Hey, I hope you're okay." Yes. Uh, Ariel Winter. Oh, she's good. She's People. been through a lot of stuff too. Yes. Yeah. She had a she um emancipated herself from her parents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the opposite of Brittany. So she, uh, but then <laughs> yeah. she said what her father and her team is doing is disgusting. Um, she's um, they did a whole segment on uh, CBS The Talk um, and they spoke out about 
the controlling ways. And Eve was even wearing a t-shirt that said Free Britney. Love that. Yeah. Go Eve. Um, Taryn Manning, who was in Crossroads with Britney. She was the one who got pregnant. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. Um, She spoke out and basically said that you're strong as fuck. And you have a brain of your own. Mm-hmm. And I hope you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Tinashe. I love Tinashe. Would be best friends with her. Cher. Mm. Cher's trying to Cher's say- funny oh. online. Cardi B. Okay. Cardi B says something like, everybody wants a piece of old woman. Something about like how basically people just want you for your money. Uh, Rose McGowan. Missy Elliott, Lindsay Lohan, oh, Courtney, Courtney Love, really? Sarah Hyland, um, Miley Cyrus. Now, oh, what do not- all of these people have in common? They're all women. Thank you. And they're mostly women that did this very young in their life. Correct. Um, so in 2019, in the middle of a concert, Miley Cyrus just started screaming out, Free Britney. <laughs> I love that. I love her. And um, recently, while promoting her new single, um, Mm -hmm. she was asked about Free Britney. Mm -hmm. And she sort of said um, that it's hard to speculate on things that you don't know. That even though she did work with Britney in the past, she doesn't know her that well. And she said, like, is this really my place to make a comment on? Because you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. Um. But at the end of the day, she believes that Britney should have the freedom to live a life most authentic to her. And then she said, also, I just scream a lot of shit at my concerts. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the most smiley thing. Um, And then uh, Lance Bass has a podcast. And he had some things to say. And um, not sure how I feel about it. So he really? sort of mirrored what Miley said. You know, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I agree that there's clearly something up. These videos are very, very out of character for her. But he doesn't see the danger in it. And he actually gets happy when he sees these videos. Because Brittany just looks like she's dancing and having a good time. And he knows the family. He does. Um, he knows her brother and her sister. And that they would never want to hurt Britney or let anyone hurt Britney. Um, and then what made me giggle is he said, trust the system. To which I said, no. No, never. Um, use common what sense. What a white male thing to say. Mm-hmm. As a gay man, you'd think he'd know better, but okay. <laughs> gay man, um, money. Yeah. Um. He said to use common sense and remember what do we really know? Nothing. Exactly. And then there's one more thing I would like to read, but I had to screenshot it because it was too much to like write down. Um, it's something that her sister Jamie Lynn said. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of it's got layers to it. Oh good. But Halsey <laughs> made yeah. a post about Kanye mm. and basically that while we can all agree he sucks um, yeah. 
it's not funny to make fun of someone's mental health, which I agree. Mm-hmm. So. Jamie Lynn. Oh, wait. Or maybe Jamie posted something and Halsey commented. I don't know. The screenshot is confusing me. But Halsey posted that and then somebody wrote. How, or Okay. So Jamie Lynn responded something to Halsey's comment. And then somebody responded to Jamie Lynn on Halsey's comment saying, how about your sister's obvious mental illness? Why don't you speak out on that? Oh, Jamie Lynn just posted a screenshot of Halsey's statement. I got it now. I'm Um, sorry. So So then somebody wrote to Jamie Lynn, how about your sister's mental illness? Why don't you speak in on that? And then Jamie said, you have no right to assume anything about my sister, and I have no right to speak out about her health and her personal problems. She's a strong, badass, unstoppable woman, and that's the only thing that is obvious. So take that how you will. I don't know how to take that. (laughs) Me We dissected. I feel like that was just like the biggest, like avoiding the topic while addressing the topic. Yes, yeah, she was kind of insulting you so that just, you wouldn't just leave me cry. alone. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that. Um, so it was an update yesterday. So yesterday, Brittany petitioned the courts and was like, <laughs> hey, I don't want my dad to be in charge of me anymore. Um, so apparently she wants this Jody Montgomery mm-hmm. to be her conservator that she agrees that it's okay that having the conservatorship has helped her mm-hmm. heal or whatever. Um, right. But she doesn't want her dad to be in control of it, control of it. But guess what? Jody Montgomery. Yes. Is a piece of shit. Oh no. She is a professional conservator. Oh. And apparently has controlled many people. Oh. Taken multiple millions of dollars from people. And has been part of. Um, like misconduct against the elderly. In business deals and stuff like that. With conservatorships. So like. Don't get too excited if her dad's out of the picture and this bitch takes over because I get some bad vibes from her. That seems fair. Yes. But um, a professional conservative, like that's. That's her job? What qualifications do you have for that? I I mean, she was a caretaker type person. Mm. And because of that, she like has a history of trapping people. Like, under bad circumstances. And just, like, taking control over everything. Um, But I did read... um, That the ACLU was ready to step in and assist Brittany. Yes, the ACLU. So as if they're not busy enough, they're going to save Brittany, too. I mean... We can donate to the ACLU... I see. I I get their emails. That's good. I do too. Um, So that's pretty much all of the notes that I have. Mm -hmm. I think I've hit everything. 
We have talked a lot about Britney Spears. We really have. Mm-hmm. And we do want to free Britney. I, I think in some, yes. I hope that she is well enough that if she is freed, that she'll be okay. That right. is my concern. At the, the end of the day, I want what's best. I just for- want her to be able to have, like, maybe she doesn't need to have control over her millions of dollars because, like, at the end, that's scary. Who wants that? But, like, if she wants to go to the mall, buy a t shirt, or, right. like, go get yeah. her nails done. Because mm-hmm. then she posted a picture of her nails, and those shits are not looking good. Okay. But then again, it was a pandemic, and maybe she couldn't leave because of that. I understand. And California is not doing so well still. However, it's correct. She's Britney so. Spears. She could probably hire someone to come to her house and take care of it. You yeah, um, the Kardashians do. God bless. So, whatever. <laughs> Another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, you've both been on the podcast before. Yeah. Yes. So, we, there are five questions that I ask everyone at the end of every podcast, but you've already answered them. We have. You have. So, I um, have five Britney-centric questions to ask. Okay. Both. Can I just backtrack for, like, half a second to that <laughs> Christmas episode and answer my favorite Christmas song again? Sure. Um. Better be a Britney Spears one. Yes, the Britney Spears one. She does have a good Christmas song. And I literally was listening to it before, and the name of the song literally just flew out of my head. Why can't I? Santa Town. No. Santa, that's my only wish this year. Yes. My only wish, I think it's called. Santa, my only wish this year. My only wish, in parentheses, this year. Mm. Okay, so here are the questions. Alita, we'll start with you. Okay. Number one, what is your favorite Britney song? Um, Lucky. She's a star. I approve. She's so lucky. I used to sing it, um, like as an emotional like middle schooler and be like, I really, <laughs> I'm crying and and like, of course, I'm a pop star. So why Absolutely. wouldn't I relate? That's correct. Absolutely. Perhaps you would be into Mona Lisa because I'm pretty sure it's the same song. <laughs> Dana. Question. I always say that my favorite Britney Spears song is crazy. I agree. But I've been listening to Britney a lot the last couple of days now. <laughs> and I've rediscovered a lot of jams. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a, oh, that's a good one too. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking more of um, Autumn Goodbye, which I believe was like an bonus track on like the Japanese edition of like her baby one more time album. It's a good one. I don't the, um, you for being original because I don't even know that one. Yeah. That that one. Um I also don't know how I forgot this song existed, but she has a song, I believe it was on her Sometimes I run, sometimes I cry. It was on the album that I'm a slave for you was on. Is that just? I think that was just called Britney. Um, the song is called uh, "What It's Like to Be Me." I don't know. Um, well, um, <laughs> it secretly features uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's I exciting! Love that. Which was a big deal back then. For and you? Somehow I forgot it existed until recently, and I was like, "Oh, 
a jam. A truly a bomb. Um, so, question, Dana. I can keep going. I'll just keep listening for any fear songs. What's your me. favorite Britney album? Oh, I don't know. Wow. Um, that's an interesting question. Hold on. Let me think about this. Because. Lita, do you want to weigh in? Well, Dana? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Britney. Okay. But. Oh, because like on every album, there are some songs that I just don't like. And I'm going to go off on a tangent for one second because, like, if this podcast becomes, like, goes viral and the whole world hears it, (laughs) I I don't want to be thrown under the bus. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus right now and just speak candidly about my history with Britney Spears. (laughs) As previously discussed, she dated Justin Timberlake. And for a few moments of my life, maybe years, that was hard for me to accept. (laughs) And while, yes, I did enjoy her music... Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of Britney as a person, but deep down, I think I always did. But like, I couldn't let people know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I used to have a pet bird, and <laughs> it would have to lie in the bottom of the bird cage with like newspaper or whatever to catch the bird poopies. Oh, no. And I would take out the posters <laughs> from like j14 magazine of britney spears and that would would line the bottom of my birdcage but grown past that 20 years later i am and you've now researched enough britney for an hour 45 minutes to save her life so um that's all i have to say continue Oh, my. I was like, wait, I don't remember what the question was. <laughs> I I think it's oops, I did it again. I should preface that I was this is a little before my time, so that's just like one that I know pretty well. <laughs> that's fair. That's a, that's a great album. I, that um, would probably be my answer as well. And your favorite Britney song? She said Lucky. No, you. Oh, me. I'm sorry. I'm looking at you in the video, but like you can't tell that I'm looking at the screen. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to say that is If You See Gamey. Oh, um, That truly tickled me. Oh, that's a good one. It's brilliant. That's why she's capable of like coding and stuff. Right. Another Britney song that I really enjoy, um, Keep On Dance Until The World Ends. That's a good one. And I actually have a memory of that song of, well, not necessarily of you, Kathleen, but with you. You may remember going to a Yankee game the day the world was supposed to end. I do. And the <laughs> DJ was playing that song. Because he <laughs> played all the world and things. Yes. yes. And I remember walking around trying to find our seats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that song was playing. And I was like, I want to give that person a high five. Yes, this is great. And that I, was several years ago. And somehow we're in 2020. <laughs> and the world still hasn't quite ended. But we're getting Maybe. Every maybe, day. <laughs> maybe it should have. Um, Who knows? Next uh, question. Alita, do you have a favorite Britney music video? Um, Circus. Okay, that's a good one. Dana? I'm gonna say... <laughs> wow. Um, I do like... The baby one more time video, just based off how iconic it became. Mm-hmm. 
But also, it's a little creepy because she was a child and the whole, mm-hmm. like... She sure was. Fetishing the schoolgirl thing. So I'm going to take that back. And I'm actually going to say my favorite Britney Spears music video is crazy. Because she played a waitress on mm-hmm. roller skates, I think. And Melissa, Melissa Jones' part was in the video. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. So... My answer to oh, this. Wait, I have one one more thing because I don't know why this just popped into my head, but I think because I'm in that mindset of Britney Spears fan, I'm remembering like back in the day watching TRL, and they did this whole breakdown of when her video for Sometimes came out. There's this there's a scene where Britney's sitting in front of a car, mm-hmm. and there are girls standing behind her. And somebody missed this while editing the video. Um, while Brittany's singing, the girl standing directly behind her head is scratching, like, her crotch area. <laughs> like, oh. her like her pants maybe were annoying and she was trying to fix it. And that's in the video. God bless. Full of fun facts for you guys. I love that. Um, <laughs> my favorite Britney Spears video outside of Crazy because of Melissa Joan Hart would be Oops, I Did It again because i definitely knew the dance and um that's a good one too when she jumps into the ocean at the end the old lady jumped into the ocean at the end yes that was the other reason okay yeah here we go here's two two more dana i'm sorry i'll stop talking if britney spears was sitting in front of you right now what would you tell her what would i tell her Mm -hmm. like what advice would you give her to get her out of her situation Oh, well, the first thing... It doesn't even need to be that. You could just be like... I was just going to say, the first thing that popped in my head was apologizing for putting pictures of her at the bottom of my bird cage (laughs) to catch my bird poop. Um, I would also remind her that she um, released a song that said she's stronger than she ever... Yesterday, whatever the words are. Stronger than yesterday. And she's going to get through this and maybe one day be just as good as she always was. I love that. Maybe she'll get back on stage and dance with the snake, like, in the video, the picture behind me. Yeah. Oh, you know what's another good Britney Spears song? I'm sorry. i am just gotta stop. Boys? That is a good one. Sometimes a girl in this needs one? That's a great one. I agree. (laughs) Overprotected? I'm not a girl, not yet a woman? I'm gonna go on and on. I'm not a girl. Okay, um... (laughs) If Britney Spears was in front of me, yes. What would you tell her? I would tell her that she is very talented, and there's a reason that people use her, but that she's strong, Mm -hmm. and that she can make it through this, and that we're all believing in her. Yes. Yes. I would tell her to listen to this podcast. Okay. Oh yeah. Last thing. Alita, we'll start with you. Is there anything you would like to promote? I'm sure that you have something you would like to talk about. Um, I'll just like, I'll just say, uh, Black Lives Matter. I knew yeah, that. Yeah, was- there you go. <laughs> Dana, uh, I have nothing else to say because I can't be funny after she went and got serious. Um, I agree. <laughs> Arrest the cop that killed Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm, Defund mm-hmm. the police. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, I would oh. just like to take this opportunity to talk about the fact uh, that regist- we need to save the post office. Post office? Register to fucking vote? Yes. I know our options the- aren't great, but listen, we, we gotta we'll do deal with it. it. We gotta so, do what we gotta do. 
Vote. Stuck it out for four years and then Kathleen mm. will run for president. <laughs> I, I will be old enough. I can yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll do Call. it. Thank you. I've been talking about it for years. I'm ready. Kathleen Marino 2024. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So seriously, save the post office. Black Lives Matter. Free Britney. Free Britney, yes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Apparently, apparently there are petitions or something you can sign for Britney that we're supposed to link in this. Oh, I don't we'll know. post them on our social media. <laughs> Somebody because... said something about that. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll post our links when we post the podcast. So yeah. thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll catch up next month. And I don't know. It might just be a whole podcast about saving the po- post office. We'll see. Oh, I'm ready. Thank you.